Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. I'm Luke, I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, man, my name is Mr. Andy, also known as that Mr. Guy, and we're here to talk all about New Japan, and like, we thought these like New Japan road shows were just going to be ho-hum, boring affairs, and they were not. No. Well, some of some of the matchups will be like because they're repeats, but other than that, they there's some solid shows and solid matches and shit here too. So Don't yeah. Get too excited about Luke. All right, let's calm down. <laughs> please. Right, please. I'm pretty excited. We're gonna talk about NJ New Japan Road, everyone. The last three shows of New Japan Road that were aired on New Japan World. And we're in an open podcast. Hey, I gotta tell them what we're doing and do the professional shit. Shut up. Uh this way. Yeah, professionalism, my job. There's ways people can contact us if they wish to, because I didn't do it on the Never Realm, but it doesn't really matter there. Uh, Voicey or written emails, neveropenpod at gmail.com. Interact with us on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer Tweets, and collectively we're at neveropenpod. And uh, we have a Teespring store as well. Look never as fuck, buy a shit. So there we go. There's, uh, there's all that out of the way. Nice and early. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I appreciate you too. Hey. Oh. Oh. So, yes, uh, there is news, but, uh, you know, it'll be covered during the actual show. Well, so that we cover. I mean, there's wrestling and stuff to talk about, but I mean, like, the listeners are just, they are on the edge of their seat yeah. right here, Luke. I mean, they, they are wondering. And uh, I don't think we're going to answer this question until the next Never Realm episode. But they're they're, they're wondering, did you watch Noah? Uh, he, yes. No, yes. Not I the watched. promotion, but did you watch Noah the movie? I did watch Noah the movie. <laughs> and in my review, I described it as being in the upper echelons of one of the best, worst movies I've ever seen. And I mean, like, in terms of big budget, bad movies, you know, uh, and things like that. It is amazingly bad. Uh, it's got rock monsters, and they ripped that Band-Aid off early, Mr. Andy. <laughs> We're seeing those rock monsters in the first five minutes, and I'm just like... Right out of the gate, yeah, rock monsters, and, and fucking magic snake skin. What even was that? What dude, even was that? I have dude, no there's a guy that used a flaming sword at the start of the movie, and you never see that flaming sword again. I'm like, that would have come in handy <laughs> a billion times over. Oh, man. Next Never Realm, folks. Oh, my goodness, yes. Stay tuned for that. Oh, my God. <sighs> wow, there's a lot to talk about with that movie and a lot to unpack because. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm also working on this other one. That's that's uh, it's the same movie in a lot of ways. It's called Exodus, Gods and Kings. I think I called it something else on the Never Realm episode. But if you've never seen that out there, listeners, and you want a good chuckle, uh, Exodus, Gods, Gods and Kings is very silly as the same kind of thing, a Bible story that's got all kinds of magic and nonsense in it. But it's way longer than Noah. That's the only thing I will warn you about. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I just want to point out one thing before we continue on, because the listeners might be listening out for it. Uh, during the final show of these uh, New Japan Road shows, they break down pretty much like every night of yeah. the G1. Every single one, they lay it all out. And Andy left the room, and I paid no attention to it because. You know, we don't want to have. We don't want to have. 
we don't want to have it all mathed out before we even start watching it and be like, oh, this is the final night. So, oh, so obviously these guys are going to be in the point running and shit. Uh, we we like the, these uh, round robin tournaments to be a surprise for as long as they possibly can, which is like generally what about half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, part of the surprise of and and all that has is down to us not being like, all right, let's break down every single night, and all right, we can math it out, and here here here's where we're going. It's I don't know. It takes the fun out of it. I know people do that and they have fun doing that but i don't know man we gotta watch all these shows and i'd prefer yeah. to be like well a card is winning obviously i yeah. i don't even want to know what's on the card you know what i mean i just want to oh it's a g1 show i'm coming for the g1 you know what i mean yeah. and like here's the thing too that i don't know if i've ever expressed this quite this way but like i was thinking about this whole thing and i was like well what is it about like how do i explain why we don't do that and i was I, like came up with the idea that basically we don't want to spoil our fandom because we have a podcast. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, it, it, like you said, it takes the fun out of it. But like, just because I have a podcast about New Japan doesn't mean I don't want to enjoy watching New Japan and enjoy the mystery of who's going to win and stuff like that. Yeah. I kind of want to, I want to enjoy that. And I'm not going to let, you know, the podcast get in the way of that. That basically is the idea. So it should enhance it. Right. You know, that's the idea. Yep. And, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it does. 100%. So, yeah, uh, there's no AEW news because uh, <clears throat> AEW hasn't really aired. Uh, if New Japan guys turned up on Dark or Dark Elevation, uh, I don't care. I didn't watch that. And uh, I doubt any match I see on those shows is going to make me go, wow, I'm going to get Forbidden Door now. <laughs> Already kind of getting it. So, you know, <laughs> it'd be dumb if uh, you and I did not cover that show. <laughs> But yes, so uh, we're not doing uh, G1 in-depth card preview. So, you know, there's other shows for that, and I'm sure yeah. they do an awesome job and awesome to them. But, you know, we want we want some mystery to still be in the in the G1. So now that now that that's been said, in case, you know, people were in, listening in to us. In four different ways. <laughs> yeah, hope, hope, yeah. You know, so some of our listeners are probably super fast and others maybe need a couple of explanations. Hey, I don't know. Well, if we were... <laughs> If we were not good at over-explaining, then our, our episodes wouldn't, you know, be two hours long like they always are. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, a, that's yeah, that's true. All right, so are you ready for New Japan Road? Yeah, Luke, this is the 18th of uh, June, this show, and uh, it is at the Esforta Arena in uh, Hachoyuji, Tokyo. So it's like a part of Tokyo. Uh, maybe it's a prefector of Tokyo, or maybe yeah. Tokyo is a prefector. I don't know how it works. But anyway, this is an arena uh, in that part of Japan, and it's the home of the Tokyo B Trains, B E E T R a-i-n-s of the b league which is uh japan's uh, professional basketball league so we're kind of in the big time you know up in the b nice. league that's that's a good place to be you know it's and then like this place is like a giant gym um and there's tons of people up in this like balcony area it looks like a great place to see a show especially if you're up there and um there's no english commentary but it's all lit up for this show yeah all three of these shows actually it's all lit up I guess uh, Corican was busy this night, so that's they're in the Tokyo Esforta Arena. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so let's get started. We have Kosai Fujita versus Takai Michinoku. And this Yay! match is special for one reason. And that's the reason of we get to see Taka with Michinoku win a match. <laughs> it's a pretty good match, too. Like, Kosai is uh, nice and stiff. And uh, I like seeing him uh, smack Taka right in the face and suplex him. So that was fun. But, you know, front face lock and Taka Michinoku wins. Yes, that's right. Wins. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, Luke, next we had Clark Connors. And the young lion, broken arm young lion, a.k.a. Nakashima, <laughs> versus Tiger Mask and Hanma. Oh, and this is a preview match because mm-hmm. we have upcoming, you know, Hanma versus Clark Connors for the something you will explain later. Yep. And uh, we hear Hanma's actual theme at the beginning of this match, which is like, wow, that's several times. And I don't know if you noticed this, Luke, but at the beginning, Connors and Hanma had like a growl off. You know, they were both <laughs> like growling at each other. That was ah! pretty cool. I like that. There was a, a weird spot in the corner where they kind of like forgot what they were doing or something. And uh, Young Lion Tire Mask, they came in. Nakashima looks very confident, man. He's like, yeah. he's coming along. Like, he's really starting to, like, the moves are fine. They've been fine. But he's starting to get that, like, little bit of uh, charisma starting to come out to set oh, him yeah. apart from the other Young Lions, which is pretty cool. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, what else we got here? There's a pounce to Hanma, which is pretty cool. These guys, uh, you know, they chop the shit out of each other and whatnot. Um, but I noticed that in this match and in their singles match, um, Hanma hit the Kokeshi on the first try in both matches, which is kind of crazy. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. How's this end up? So we got uh, everybody ends up in the ring. Tiger assists on a rocket Kokeshi, but Connors breaks up the pin. And then there's a second rope Kokeshi for the win. So that is on the uh, young lion Nakashima. Yep. I do want to point out that Yuto back body drops Tiger and Tiger lands on his side. So I don't know if that's a a dumping by Yuto or Tiger just like decided to take that on his side or something, but okay. And then, uh, Tiger cut some kind of promo at the end going, I don't know, Hanma's going to win. Something like that. I don't know. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on, everyone. All right. So next we've got uh, Tomoru Ishii and Ryo Iwa versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Minoru Suzuki. I kind of love this. Uh, (laughs) Suzuki kills Iwa big time. Does this brutal PK kick to his back, which is just fucking nasty. And then just tortures his arms on the mat, which is what you do. I did like uh, seeing Rio Haewa do a deadlift gut wrench suplex on Suzuki, though. So I'm like, all right, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, there's some great Kanemaru Ishii preview stuff. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Ishii, uh, Ishii's introduced to the style of junior wrestling. That's fuck your leg. Because Kanemaru starts uh, working on the leg. In fact, the, the finish is uh, Ishii's in a, in a figure four. While Suzuki taps Iwa out with a single leg grab. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, I I guess they've been beating each other up at house shows to Ishii and Kanemaru. And it's crazy. You're right. Like halfway through the match, Kanemaru's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, fuck your leg. (laughs) Like remembers (laughs) that legs exist or something. So funny. Um, I hate these. I really, you know, I was having fun watching this show, by the way. So at this point, I'm I'm having a blast. And uh, next we have... Um, so we have this team that's basically it's Yo, 
Team Bishimon, which is Goto and Yoshihashi, and then Yano. And I'm calling this team Team Off-White Fisherman. Yeah. But Yano's not a part of that. He just, it's no. and Yano. So, and they are up against House of Torture, but instead of show, it's Gato. So, um, I, you know, I had this awesome pun that I thought was going to work out great at the beginning of this. I was like, oh, so no show in the match? Is he going to show up later? Because I thought he'd run in in the match in PWO or something. But no, uh, he, he literally is... shows up later. <laughs> this is the triumphant return to the podcast of Blacksmith Dick. So that yep. is fantastic, and I'm so happy that Blacksmith Dick is in this match. They do uh, the dumb chaos drums thing on everybody, but it's fun to watch uh, Goto get beat up because he gets all beat up, and even Gato gets a turn beating up Goto. Say that three times fast. Uh, there's yeah. all this turnbuckle shenanigans, and it backfires on House of Torture since that's also Yano shit, and he's like great at that. So Team Fisherman. They do some other crappy tag moves, including the uh, stacking pin thing. And this young ref is like, fuck you, not counting it, which uh, I appreciate that young ref. Never count any of Goto's pins. So uh, <laughs> how awesome would that be? There's one ref that just hates Goto. Like, maybe I'm the ref, you know, and uh, I just refuse to count any of his pins. But I always get assigned to his match. Like, you know? Yeah. So, um, Yo's like tuning up the band, right? <laughs> but but Gato catches uh, or grabs his hair and he hits a fisherman buster. Yujiro gets in and hits a fisherman buster. Gato uh, gets a kick and a pin for two on Yo and he screams at the ref, You're a fucking motherfucking shit! Like that. I love, oh, that's my note too. <laughs> I, I like that Gato just looks right at the ref and tells him that he's fucking shit at his job. You're motherfucking <laughs> shit. Uh, brass right knuckles. to his face. Brass knuckles to the gut, but yo just no sells. I guess that's, he's that's his. I he no sells it and hits a super kick and he pins a Gato. So uh, that's I his personality. You have to deal with it. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> oh my god! So that's the most boring team in the history of pro wrestling. Off white fishermen. Um, good lord. Um, they hold up the six man belts even though they pin Gato, who is not the champion. Yeah. Yep. That happens. Uh, that, that happens. <laughs> got to keep Yujiro strong. He's got the G1 coming up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But uh, next we've got uh, Aaron Hanare, TJB, and Francesco Akira versus the Ars Masters. That's Taguchi and Wato, the junior champions, for, and with, they're with Jado. And look. What a team. <laughs> this exact match happens on the third night with the same finish. So I'm going to keep it short here because this is the, we're putting over the third way Hanare can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's the gimmick. That's so funny. Yeah. But I did I like seeing that. like uh, Hanare use Wato like a punching bag at the start. That was really fun. I really liked that. Uh, of course, Jado is going to tap to the third way Hanare can beat you, which is that full Nelson lock. And that's what happens. Uh, it's, yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I thought that was a pretty high-energy match. And it, It's know, a good match. The, you know, there's like that uh, tandem move by the Ass Masters, and they're trying to do it, and then it gets interrupted by flying double dropkick by Bruschetta. <laughs> that shit's cool, man. Like, Bruschetta's getting over, you know? So yep. uh, people like him. But uh, anyway, I think well, after... It's yeah. probably good to team him up with a... 
absolute veteran with uh, in TGP as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know we got thoughts on him, but pairing him up with Akira has been good for Akira as well. So well, yeah. and plus the blank slate that is TJP as far as a wrestler, like he's just there, you know, like he's very good, but he's not, he's not charismatic. And so no. like that makes Brioche even more charismatic by, you, you know, see, it, you it see this guy, better, yes, slick so. back hair covered with tattoos, smooth as silk in the ring. And you'd think like, Oh, we must have a loud personality too. Nah, no. Yeah. Just on mm-hmm. Twitter. So, um, <laughs> so next we have LIJ Heavy, which is, you know, of course, Naito, all the heavyweights, uh, Sonata, and uh, I'm just re- remembering what Naito was doing from the morning show. So uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, LIJ Heavy versus Makabe, Tenzon, and Okada. So Ref Chumpy, of course, uh, in the house to, uh, you know, uh, referee this match, which is always great. And uh, Naito, he fucks with Tenzon, trying to bullfight him, which is an old thing that they've done for quite some time. And Tenzon gets all mad after uh, Mongolian chops, and he just starts choking Naito. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Tenzon? And Shingo and Makabe, they do some heavyweight shit. <laughs> Sonata and Okada <laughs> tag in, and Okada enters the ring by a diving roll, just for no reason. And they yeah. have a fucking ear cup off. What's that? Can't hear you? What's that? Can't hear you? They did that. It was great. Uh, <laughs> Makabe, um, it just says Makabe. Oh, Makabe put a single leg brab on Sonata. What an asshole. <laughs> and, and chaos are 100% wrestling heels and the wrestling heel in this match or the chaos team, whatever you want to call them, the, the, the dads and Okada. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's all this heat on Sonata for a while. And then Naito's in for some great stuff with Okada, except money clip luke oh it kills the match for a little bit but then shingo gets in and we get him and makabe again there's a hoe train on shingo that's against the law and uh, sonata helps lij hit all the moves on makabe double clothesline double clothesline (laughs) (laughs) boo lariat exchange and shingo wins and a pumping bomber for two and then luke how's the finish of this match go well if makabe's jobbing if anyone else is Tenf Tenzan's jobbing, yeah, I'll job to the pumping bomber. It's fine. No problem. It's all good. Well, it's Makabe doing the job. You think he's jobbing to a pumping bomber? No. He's got to protect himself. So obviously he's jobbing to the last of the dragon, which he does. He he so, had to negotiate down though, because his, his you know, he was like, Oh, that's not gonna work for me, brother. Pumping bomber. He's like, I'm gonna need two pumping bombers and last the dragon. You know, yeah. so they negotiated down from there. So. <laughs> this guy won't haggle. Won't haggle. <laughs> By the way, I do like seeing at the start of this match Naito taunting Tenzan because the inside of his jacket is red, yeah. so he taunts him like a bull. After right. the match, uh, Lij's taunting Chumpy with the with the towels, <laughs> and Chumpy makes me laugh by rushing for one of the towels like a, like a little bull. <laughs> And I'm like, I love you, Chumpy. You're adorable. That that was that was that was fucking That's fun. pretty amazing. Hey, well, another weird thing happened after this match. So then there's this guy on commentary just dressed like a clown, <laughs> and Hiromu gives him and the commentary guys cookies when he comes out. Yeah, who is this clown guy? What's his deal? Know. See, we'd probably have to wait for like uh, Kevin Kelly's English translations, or actually like maybe looking. Chris Charlton's Tweety or something to to make sure, but you know the English translations yeah. haven't come out yet, and we've got a they fucking haven't. show to do. Damn it! 
that's interesting. Will they? It might be a while, you know what I mean? Because usually they're out pretty quick, but huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, not, none of them are out, I don't think. Like for yeah, all three so, like which by the way, just I, this is as good a time as any to talk about this. Isn't that fucking dumb? Like, so you're building up to your big show in America and all these shows are in Japanese only? Yeah. What the fuck? I know this show was I know the next show's free, but yeah. And the way like you said it perfectly uh, to me, like doesn't one of the commentators live in Tokyo? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, sure, would we like the solo commentator to be always Kevin Kelly always? Of course we would. Yeah, absolutely. But he can't do that all the time. He's got a family. He's got, like, American New Japan stuff to do, too. Like, it's fine. But there is a gentleman who does English commentary that is, what, he lives in Tokyo, too, right? So, yeah, I don't know why Chris couldn't do this. Maybe get, uh, there's got to be someone else that can speak uh, English in the back somewhere. Gato, put Gato on English commentary. That would be amazing. That wrestler sucks shit, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, Chris Charles like, oh, welcome, Gato, to the booth. He's like, fuck Shut you, the Chris. Fuck up. <laughs> you piece <laughs> of shit. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, after the Hanare match, uh, Chris is like, so many ways for Aaron Hanare. And, and uh, that's when Gato's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you son of a. Yeah. All right, now it brings us to our super fun main event. It's Bush and Hiromu Takahashi versus Show and Taiji Ishimori. It's still weird for me to see, by the way, House of Torture guys interacting with the Bullet Club guys, because when the Bullet Club is standing tall in the ring with the titles being like, we're the kings of New Japan, where's the fucking House of Torture? <laughs> They're like the ugly redheaded stepchildren of, of Bullet Club, I guess. Um, Bullet Club's like, no, we want to show how, like, awesome and, yes, we're heels, but we kind of get the crowd going and excited. So, like, how's the torture? You have to stand out the back because people are just going to bull us if they see you guys out there. Which is – actually, that's probably that's probably the reason, isn't it? But, yes. <laughs> this is a super fun tag match. I'm watching this thinking, like, who who wins? Who wins and who loses there? Oh, it's probably either Bushi or Show. Oh, no, Show's got a title, so it's probably be Bushi, but – no, it's not the way it goes through. I also thought that like, this might be one of those rare 30-minute tag matches or something like that as well. No, nothing like that. It's nice, fast-paced, 15 minutes, awesome preview shit between Taiji Ishimori and Hiromu Takahashi. I know we've just seen them have a singles match recently, but uh, spoiler alert, their next singles match is even better. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to spoil that right now. So it's really cool stuff. And time bomb on show. You've got to make uh, Hiromu look super strong before his, you know, his title match. So yeah, I didn't say much about the match, unfortunately. But well, yeah, they said that this was his hometown. This is like Hiromu's hometown. So he's like yeah. super over, like super over. Oh, and yeah. the match was like it was like a, you know wrestling match with these other guys featuring Hiromu Takahashi. You know that's what the match was. Like. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed this, but before. The match show got on the mic and he was saying something and uh, I actually got that translated. And what he said was he said he said he said the B trains of the B League suck at the basketball. That's exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. 
100%. Yeah. Hey, when it's it's wrestling 101, and he, since he's a Memphis-y style heel, and he's he's in a place like this, he's going to rag on the local sports team. Of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. The B trains. <laughs> like, you know, can't talk Fuck the shit about the anyone who looks like B trains. <laughs> so. Oh, man. We make the jokes. We do. We do indeed. All right. So that that is night one of New Japan Road. It's a, a nice little house show and kind of a, a, big, a bit of a palate cleanser. They hadn't had a New Japan show for a while. So even though they're all like tags, you and I were just like, yay, we're loving this. So, you know, it's good to get back to some kind of normal after all these big shows sometimes. Just to reset just that little bit. That's all right. True. So before... We jump into night two of New Japan Road. Shall we? Uh, shall we put a voice email on? That's true. We got a voicey email. Looks like this is from Dave Howard. I'm interested to hear what he has to say after last week, because I mean he was shit talking you pretty good. You know, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if he's changed his tune or what. But uh, okay, so here is Dave Howard's voicey email, which you can also send us voicey emails at Never Open Pod at uh, gmail.com. That's what it is. Good morning, Grumpy. Good morning, Mr. Guy. First official day of vacation. I am waking up, waiting for my coffee to finish brewing, and I am finishing the latest episode of Never Realm. You guys are at the part where you're complaining about ads on wrestling podcasts. And yeah, I mean, there's only so many boner pill ads you, you want to listen to. I get that. But then you guys start talking about Mortgage Guy, and at some point you start listing ad types for wrestling podcasts. And, you know, you got your boner pills, your reverse mortgage ads, and then for some reason in my head, and I actually may have even said it out loud, reverse boner pills. So I think those are the ads you guys need to do. If you guys can corner the market on those, you're going to be all set. That's how you get to the next stratosphere. Keep up the Never Realms in between New Japan content, guys. These these episodes are hilarious. Take it easy. Well, Luke, um, <laughs> Dave Howard had a pretty good idea for us. Um, what do you think of reverse boner pills? Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's a product that uh, we can get maybe someone to sell if they're not too busy selling mer- hamburgers. Isn't that right, Macabre? <laughs> So uh, stay tuned for uh, maybe some kind of sponsorships and stuff happening in uh, in the in the realm of Never Realm in the future. That's a good idea, Mr. Dave Howard, and we're going to steal the fucking shit out of it, guaranteed. <laughs> Which I feel like I'm allowed to because he rags on me all the time. So, <laughs> well, he gave us the idea. It was, it's you know, it's not it was a gift, so we're going to take the gift in the spirit in which it was given. So uh, that was a fantastic idea, and I just yep. feel like Yo- Yoshihashi has to be involved somehow. You know what I mean? Like, ah, he's he's an underwriter, he's the executive producer on the commercial or something like that. Because I mean. We all know about Yoshihashi. Just saying. Yeah. He's got a lot down there, and if it gets hard, that's going to be embarrassing on the shows. So. I mean, yeah, and you know the reverse burner pills that we pay, we uh, sell. They're like they like they're fast acting. They're like liquid gels, you know, high tech. <laughs> you know, so they they work really quick. So you know, within five to ten minutes, you will no longer have a boner. Look. 
if, guaranteed. If, if and when we make this commercial, everyone, just imagine that there's a visual element that shows um, three three dimensionally two two three dimensionally rendered boners, right? It's not an and it's you know Macabe Macabe's pill or whatever it is. And it works this quick and the competition and it doesn't work anywhere near as fast. So, you know, <laughs> Yoshihashi's boner pills don't work at all. Only mock face work. That's right. Ha! Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So that's got some legs. So we'll, we'll do something with that for sure. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Let's do it. It's uh, night two of New Japan Road. We're at yes. Corican Hall, so of course we're up in the uh, rafters looking down because we are the phantoms of Corican Hall, of course. And since I started last show, you can start this show. Okay. Well, this is the free show. This was free on New Japan World, and I was uh, on the Twitter live for this, and whoo, nobody else was. So it <coughs> was <laughs> Ghost Town, man, um, which is disappointing. But at the same time, still had a lot of fun, still made the jokes. And uh, there was also, I don't know if you noticed this, there was no guardrails. Uh, since it was a very juniors-heavy night, they decided to remove the guardrails, which made it look even more stacked and packed at K Hall. Um, tai Chi was on commentary, and uh, no English when they need it the most. So that's disappointing. The opening match was Young Lion Fujita versus the man that has a million ways to beat you, Hanari. And... Uh, Fujita only had one chance to win this, right? And that's like attack first. So unfortunately yeah. for Fujita, Hanari has so many ways he can beat you. You know, he beats up, you know, Fujita and wins with the full Nelson. If you, Fujita gets a brief comeback in this match, but Hanari mostly just no sells as he should. And, you know, but he's got all them ways, you know. Yeah, this is true. All, all, so many ways. But uh, let's go into our next match, which is. Off-white fisherman, yeah. and Yano <laughs> versus the House of Torture. This is all four of them this time. And hey, here's a novelty. You brought this up during night three, but fuck it, I'll bring it up right now. Here's a novelty, Mister Guy. Yeah. It's Yo on one team and Show on the other team. Why? This is the feud that never ends, and it goes on and on, my friend. They, they even intentionally didn't put them on the same team on the first night. And I was like, cool, they're keeping them apart. And then this night, I'm like, why? Again? Fuck! Yeah, like, can't you have Yo be on, like, Okada's team of losers for that night or something? like? Glee, you know? Send him over to Gleet or something. Come on. Send him over to all Japan somewhere. Just piss him off somewhere. We no don't. Japan. Send him to yeah. no Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's chaos drums on Yujiro in this match, and I'll allow that. There's uh, Dick Togo choking Yo with a wire on the outside, which I will allow even more. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> uh, Togo, then uh, he, near the end of the match, Togo grabs the ref, stopping Yo's O'Connor roll. And then an everything is evil on Yo to make me very, very happy. So uh, I do I do enjoy seeing Yo lose. And I think I'm going to see this two nights in a row. So thanks, New Japan. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that match, too. Watching, yeah, so. watching Off-White Fisherman get beat up. You know, so that was nice. Well, OK, so oh, yeah. next we have LIJ Heavy again versus Okada and two Young Lions. 
and one of them is Nakashima. And Nakashima, I'm like really starting to like him. And tonight I'm like noticing, you know, he's the guy that broke his arm, you know? And that's like the, that makes him more interesting than the other two, just automatically. Yeah. And they're starting to like get that. And like the fact that like he, it hasn't happened in a while because he hasn't been in an opportunity where he's been in like a fair match really. Uh, but he has a forearm, a good forearm. You know, and that's, I don't know. I want to see that again. So he's, he's got some development here. He's getting better. Um, Naito is wearing a shirt that is very offensive to me. It's a shirt of just a picture of him sitting across from someone in the booth at a restaurant, which is the same shirt that I had made of Lexus Montez not more than six months ago. So fuck you, Naito. I think the um, shirt says, my dinner with Naito. <laughs> I think it does. There's also on the back, there's a little logo and it's it's a little tiny picture on the back, and it's a trash can with new with uh, Tokyo Sports in it, and it's like <laughs> thanks. It says thanks a lot, Tokyo Sports. <laughs> oh my god, that's real. Um, but uh, Okada <clears throat> does a giant swing in this match yes. on Sonata. Why? And it's a reference to some TV show he was on, maybe the one where he wore the skirt or whatever that was. <laughs> uh, check out his Instagram for some some interesting things. Uh, but uh, it has a Sonata acting all dizzy for a while, which is pretty funny. Uh, Shingo beats the shit out of Nakashima, and they do a really bad timed hip toss. He fucked up a hip toss, and it's like, oh, I was liking you. What happened? So Shingo's like, well, I'll just beat you up. So he does, and Okada helps the <laughs> the young lions, but it's not gonna work. Pumping bomber, or wait, not even a pumping bomber, just a bomber for the win. Yeah. Shingo pins Fujita. That's what it was. I would have loved it though if uh, after Yudo fucked up, Shingo just looked down at him and was just like, uh, elbow. <laughs> like that time that fucking <laughs> Honma was fixing, fixing everything up. Oh my goodness. By the way, you see a tag match and one of the teams is Naito, Sonata, and Shingo. Uh, I immediately wrote in my next bit of notes before anyone walked out. And it's like Naito, Sonata, and Shingo versus the losers of the next match. Okada, Yuto, <laughs> and Iwa. Because that's a super team full of heavies, and yeah. they're not jobbing to anyone on this tour. Hell no. All right, so next we've got Bushi and Hiromu versus Taiji Ishimori and Gato. So this is more awesome Ishimori, Gato, sorry, Ishimori, Hiromu preview stuff. Oh, yeah, Gato's going for the title, idiot. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it's an awesome match like it's really fun stuff uh, Gato makes it extra fun and he needs to because you know how this match is going to go down <laughs> and it's with Gato losing and he does to the uh, triangle choke that Hiromu does and uh, post match Hiromu cuts a promo it's probably like try and stop me I'm going to win and uh, I'm going to be champion but uh, we shall see so I know there's two more matches on the sh oh, three more ma matches on tonight's card, but before we get to those, I think we got to talk uh, some G1. So we won't go through all the cards like they 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 did on night three, but they did announce the blocks, and we will at least talk about those. Okay. All right, man. You want to take? Uh, I'll take uh, B and D. You want A and C? Yeah, I got it. Well, A block is. Uh... I, I if I could think of a word that begins with A that means really big, then yeah. it's that block because um you know it's all the giant guys you know giant in quotes but uh all of the big guys are in this block so we got Lance Archer, 
We have Jonah Hex. We have Toru Yano. We have Kazucha Okada. Tom Lawler. I love how they say that. Yeah. Uh, Je- Jeff Cobb and Bad Luck Fale. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, interesting. They got all the big men in the same block. But I think the New Japan crowds are going to go nuts for it because there's something I, I've definitely noticed. They like seeing Cobb go up against big guys. So you're going to see Cobb Fale, Cobb Archer, Cobb Jonah. Uh, yeah, and also all the other big guys fighting each other too. New Japan's going to love it. I'm going to love it too. Disappointed that Will Ospreay is not in the same block oh. as Lance Archer. That's yeah, you know, but I mean, there's a couple kind of glaring issues. One in particular we'll get into in C block, but uh, you know, there's you know, I, I just we're gonna see Yano versus Okada. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, um, uh, Tom Lawler gets to wrestle Okada, that's gonna be awesome. And yep. you know, Jeff Cobb versus Okada is always awesome, and then we get to see him versus all these big guys, it's mm. gonna be great. Yep, and we've got B block or banger block as I like to call it. And it's uh, Switchblade, Jay White, yeah! Woo! Tamatonga, Tomohiro Ishii, yeah! Aichi, Great yeah! Khan, Chase Owens, yeah! and Sonata. So, holy shit. Awesome. That's it. That is a awesome block. We're going to get some Jay Tama action, which is going to be fun. We're going to get uh, Great Khan versus Taichi. In fact, we're going to get Great Khan versus all of these guys, and uh, I want to see White. those. We've got our, our jobber in the group, which is uh, Chase Owens. So that's that's lovely. Uh, <clears throat> we've got a couple men in there that could pretend. Like, Jay's not winning. Like, I doubt he's winning, but he's the champ, so it doesn't sting as much. But you've definitely got Ishii in the, in the tournament with Jay. And what does Ishii like to do? He likes to spoil Jay White in the G1. So, ooh, will it be him this time? Or will it be Sonata or Greater Khan? Who knows? So, yeah, B-Block. It's going to be awesome. Excited for Great Ocon versus Jay White and oh Taichi, Taichi versus Jay White. So those yep. are two highlights. And, you know, I mean, Great Ocon versus Taichi, you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be tremendous. So, well, C-Block has a glaring omission <coughs> that, you know, I'll talk about once I announce the names, you know. But uh, we have Kenta, tremendous. We have Zack Sabre Jr. We have Hiroki Goto. Wow. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tetsuya Naito, Aaron Hanare, and Evil. But no yes. David Finley in the C block? What? So, <laughs> what are you doing? Come on! That's what you were almost about to say there, but yeah, so he can't re- he can't retain his uh, C block trophy That's this, fucking this year. bullshit. You know Goto's going to win this block, too. And he's going to be C block champion and ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. But, uh, oh, man. Kenta like, versus uh, Tanahashi again. Yes. New, 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 I, don't, I don't remember what the rounds were, but look, New Japan, if you want to make uh, Naito versus ZSJ, not round one, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, funny. if you want to make Kenta and Tanahashi not round one, that yeah, would be awesome yeah. as well, because uh, those those two rematches are going to be fucking awesome. And I think Evil's going to be there just to be the douchebag spoiler, I guess, for, for people. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Inari has to beat Tanahashi, right? He won't, but he should. You yeah. know, if, if they he believe needs a, in him, 
he's got Look, that he's got that history with him. He could finally kind of slay that dragon a little bit. You know, that could be good. He needs one big win. And, you know, you don't want to see Goto beat Tanahashi. If you want to see, no. you know, one of those two lower on the card guys beat him, <laughs> I definitely want it to be an RA. Because <laughs> they've had like they've had like a billion years to do stuff with Goto and it's never happened. <laughs> I was, he's it's like it's like Mean Girls where that one girl's like, stop trying to make that word happen. It's ne- it's never going to take off. Uh, that's Goto. So uh, <laughs> I watched I watched that movie while I was sick. It is so fucking funny. That yeah. is a tremendous movie. Love that movie. Yep, it's a good movie. And we've got uh, D Block, which is uh, Will Ospreay, Elfan, El Fantasmo, uh, yeah. Juice Juice Robinson, David Finley. What? Uh, Yujiro Takahashi, Yoshihashi, and Shingo Takagi. Well, I don't even need a fucking breakdown of this block to know where it's heading. Yeah. <laughs> you just see, like, Osprey and Shingo. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's block D. <laughs> but I really want to see El Fantasmo versus all these guys. It's going to be fun. Uh, Juice versus Finley will be interesting because they used to be, like, tag buddies and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see how they interact. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, deep box one. Oh, hey, sleeper pick for a great match in this uh in this group is uh Yujiro versus ELP. I bet you oh, that'll yeah. be very entertaining. So um you know even when it's not something you know incredible uh in ring work wise, I think it'll be entertaining as well. So yeah, I guess it's all about Osprey and Shingo. But I mean, you know Yoshihashi swinging his dick around in there. Who knows what's going to happen? You know he might need a reverse boner pill. Who knows? <laughs> Yujiro sells those, so like he sells those on the side. You know because like he has to take them all the time because um you know when when um the Peter's there, you just got to take them. Otherwise, oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Otherwise, he won't be able to be professional. Yeah, you can't wrestle with a boner. <clears throat> Come on. No. No, that that is true. Do you reckon some wrestlers take their wieners down just in case oh, they get stiffies? No. Like... They take reverse boner pills. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shit, sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. So I did Bushi, Hiromu, Ishimori, yes. Jado. So you've got uh, – oh, no, okay. well, it doesn't really matter because uh, we're both going to kind of talk about these. But, yeah, go. All right. So this is a qualifying match for the tournament. For the AEW Pacific, that a bit? Pacific title match, right? It's a mid-Atlantic. It's called the Mid-Atlantic title. Uh, the, now uh, the winner of these uh, this little mini Japanese portion of the tournament will be the J- New Japan member that will be involved in a fatal four-way for the Mid-Atlantic title at Forbidden Door. So uh, I wonder who it's going to be. Jeez. It's about as surprising as Tanahashi beating Goto. But still, I will say that all these singles matches are kind of awesome, so I'm not going to complain as much. I really True. enjoyed them. Uh, <clears throat> maybe it's because we're just like, Tana versus Goto. Oh, we're going to watch a Goto match. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> but yes. Well, Luke, this is like a heavyweight match, right? It's a typical yep. heavyweight match. And uh, Connors does uh, all the kind of moving around. You know, and uh, Hanma does the bumping. It's pretty good, you know. But Connors, he's on top at first, and there's all the chops and shoulder top tackles you could want. Hanma comes back with Rocket Kokeshi after catching Connors' spear attempt. 
which is pretty cool. And uh, there's all these good strike and lariat exchanges. Hanma does one of those like cool all Japan style lariats where it's almost like it almost looks like he's like wrapping his arm around dude's throat. You know, yeah. he does that a couple times in this match, and it's like, hey, those are pretty cool. Like you know? a Stan Hansen. Yes, you got it. It's this Western lariat shit. Yep. So and then he lands a Kokeshi on the first try again. It's Hanma's lucky day. He's definitely gonna win. And he uses his head to gain control many times in this match. Rocket Kokeshi to Connor's back, but Connor's no cells. He fires up, he gets a spear and a power slime slam thrill of the hunt, and Connor's just wins. I thought Hummo was gonna win. What happened? Yeah, uh, it's trophy kill, but uh, thrill of the hunt <laughs> that works too. Hey, maybe you can get another move called thrill of the hunt. <clears throat> Wouldn't surprise me. I knew this match would be entertaining because that previous match we saw a bit of Clark Connors versus Hummo, and I'm like, oh. All right, Clark Connors is going to be one of those guys who can uh, have a decent match with Honma, and that's one of the ways to impress me in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That is true, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, this is really cool. Honma uh, bumps like crazy, gets a few big moves in. He looks great. And Clark Connors, who does, should get the win, gets the win. Yeah, good match. Really liking Clark Connors. Like, he went from this... Like aggressive-looking young lion guy to this really chill but aggressive kind of like let's get wild heart heartbreak kid kind of look gimmick. I don't know, man. It, it's working for me. I, I love. I'm a Clark Connors fan. Like, yeah. Would you rather he stay in the juniors division or or just you know just let New Japan just admit they were wrong and just automatically make him a heavyweight? Because like. He's clearly he's clearly a heavyweight style wise, you know, like oh yeah, I, I can definitely see that. But uh, I don't know. I still want to see I want to see him wrestle everybody. Is pretty much how I feel about it. So put him in all the tournaments all the time. More more more, more Clark Connors. Yeah. All right. I'm glad I took some lots of notes for this one because it's it's an awesome match and it's Yoshinobu Katamaru. Versus Tomohiro Ishii. And uh, Kanemaru must have been like, shit, I'm wrestling a heavyweight. What should I do? Of course. Kanemaru Gambit. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's, this is a different variation. This is one of the most difficult types. And he, I don't know if he's really successful because he does it to Ishii's face. Front facing <laughs> Kanemaru front. Gambit. That's wow. right. And Kanemaru does the thing that he did in a couple of his juniors matches, more specifically against Ishimori and Sho. So I reckon Kanemaru indeed deserves a fucking title shot because uh, Hiromu took him 20 minutes, 20 something minutes to beat uh, Ishimori in the G1, uh, sorry, G1, in the best of super juniors. How long did it take Kanemaru? Fucking five minutes less. <laughs> so Kanemaru's like, I'm, get, I'm, I'm facing Ishii here. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Uh, I'm going to have to do that kind of style to get the early win here. Chumpy's referring this. Gambit pays off. Katamaru beats the shit out of Ishii. And he's uh, looking to win by a pin or count out. He doesn't care. He's just looking to take care of Ishii any way, shape, or form that he that he can. But then it's Ishii's turn. And it's fucking ouch. <laughs> <laughs> just beats the shit out of Yoshinobu Katamaru. And what does Katamaru do to, to make the comeback? Fuck your leg. Fuck your leg. That's right. Of course. And Ishii proves that if he dropped about 20 kilos, he could hang with the juniors because he is really good 
that fuck your leg style matches because he sells that leg like uh, how's this guy never been world champion yeah like seriously guess because he looks like a fucking potato that's why um <laughs> <laughs> I love him too, but yeah, like he has that he's that Okada flair quality of making his opponents look amazing and look like they're gonna win before losing. He just looks like a potato. So you know, it, I guess it is what it is. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, uh, and Ishii tries to get that brainbuster in a few times, so he can't quite hit it, but he just manages to scrape it in. So, yeah, I like Ishii matches versus juniors because it's not like a, like an Akata match versus Wato where Akata's just like, uh, Ishii's right. going to make this match awesome, watchable, super fucking mega fun. Uh, this was great. And it's another in a list of awesome Kanemaru matches that I've seen this year. Wow, what a great year that Yoshinobu Kanemaru is having. Even though it If I, I could have understood what commentary was saying, I'm sure they were telling the story of hey, man, you know, Ishii, as strong as he is, he's lost to juniors before. So, you know, that kind of put a little extra, yep. oh, on this extra match. Stank, and I thought yep. that was, yes, extra stank nuggets on the match. And, and he, you know, I'm sure they were telling that story because that's kind of one of the things in the back of my mind during this. I was like, well, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's happened before recently. And so, you know, I don't know. Interesting. I thought this match was awesome. And Kanemaru is just really stepped his game up, man. I mean, like, he's become one of the most valuable wrestlers in New Japan, like, for stuff like this. And he's tremendous. So I, you know, I mean, what's to complain about? I love this a lot. I thought it was great. Plus, Chumpy was involved. Like, Chumpy was, like, in the match, you know. So he was not, not, he was, like, bumping around, selling, and he also, like, got involved at one point. So he's, like, trying to trying to get involved in the match and that's always yep. good going to going to business for yourself chumpy we love you <laughs> hell i would also say like not only is it yoshidori kanemaru but i would say every every man in suzuki goon have has lifted their game yeah. over the last couple of years that's and true. yep they did it during covid and now that we're getting loud crowds and more capacity coming back they're like well let's 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 keep it going fucking awesome <laughs> yeah They've managed to turn themselves into a pretty tight unit, Suzuki Goon, so I'm happy about it. <clears throat> True. <laughs> tight unit. All right. Well, <laughs> here we are. We're at the main event of night yes, two. Yes, we are. It's the junior tag title match. It's uh, the Ass Masters, you know, Master Huato and Taguchi versus United Empire, TJP, and Ham on Toast, and uh, <laughs> which his name is Francisca Akira. My bad. Uh, I had that written wrong in my notes. But uh, – <laughs> So this is pretty cool because this is a real tag team match in the respect that like the ass masters, their strength is working together. And then UE is like, well, we're going to use our strength of working together to overcome that, you know, and it's like, that's good. It's really, really good as a tag match. And I respect the shit out of that. So um, ass masters, they set up a double funky weapon in the ropes, but uh, there's a low bridge. I called it a lower bridge because it was yeah. lower. You know, so lower. <laughs> um, 
But there's all, <laughs> there's all this heat on Taguchi. And uh, there's a really weird, not really well done ref distraction thingy where Taguchi tags in, but the ref not doesn't the worst see ref it. Distraction it's distraction like, we saw in the last three nights, though. <laughs> it was, no, but it was pretty bad, you know. And uh, But big comeback from Taguchi. He has to take out both EU guys and get, and get the tag. Um, and it takes a while because they're working so well as a team. They're just, you know, working them over. Um, TJP does the boot scrapes. And fucking Hanma just did that in his match. Stop it. Yeah. You know, so then he hit, then Taguchi hits the Hanma DDT neckbreaker double move. Fuck off. And just doing all Hanma's moves. That's not Hanma mania. <laughs> it's Han mania. Hanma mania. It's running <laughs> wild in a match he's not even in. <laughs> That's what those tights say. They say Han Mania. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Water's in, and the crowd goes mild. Uh, Water just misses blasting his head off the apron during a mm-hmm. big dive, and it's like, oh boy, just he just rotated just in time to not die. And I was like, okay, I guess that's how not how that's supposed to work, but okay. Uh, this is funny. My my note says a wheelbarrow snuggles into a high angle German. From Watto. I don't know what that was, but I know what you mean. It's like when you get someone into that wheelbarrow slingshot position. Yeah. And they're snuggling. I don't know. So um that's pretty cool. But that high angle German's pretty cool that Watto keeps doing. I love that. Yeah. Brioche went up huge for it, so that was good. He gets a big suplex of his own for two, and Watto goes for Tope. Or no, he goes for a top rope recitamente. Like, I was like, come on, Watto, do it, because I just want Watto to snap. I want him to just fucking snap and not Show turn heel. Yeah, not turn heel. Just go crazy, you know. Start yep. just going nuts like a young lion would, even, you know. I just he's he just seems like he doesn't care sometimes, and so he's anyway, white meat babyface uh, big time, and he needs yeah, to yeah, just you know, yeah. I mean, mix it up a little bit, but um, so there's a wheelbarrow assisted code breaker from United Empire on Taguchi. That oh. shit's the bomb. All their tag moves are really cool together. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Brioche does a Spanish fly. We get, uh, let's see, all that stuff. Finally, um, Watto does get a two count from the Recidimente, but it's only on the mat, not from the top rope like a crazy person. Uh, Taguchi back in. He gets the bum boyer. And uh, Taguchi <laughs> hits a dodon on TJP for two. But then he gets on the ankle lock, and we get some cool ankle lock stuff between him and TJP. Now Watto has Brioche in a hold, and they're both doing their, you know, holds. And then United Empire reverses the holds. And and you you have some thoughts on this the spot, right, Lou? Yeah, they they do love the <clears throat> it's the you know the great double down submission spot, a spot which uh, you pointed out, and you're correct, was uh, popularized by and probably the best done by Suzuki Goon, who are mostly submission specialists anyway, so it kind of makes sense that uh, they would do stuff like this. But no, everyone sees the reaction that that, that kind of spot gets. And now, how many mat- how many tag matches do we see now everyone, where this yes. spot <laughs> happens? Because, and I will admit, like I'm a sucker for it. I like it too. I like seeing it. I don't, I don't mind if it's not Suzuki. No, and we're not. We're also not saying that you know, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. were the first people to do that. We're just in New Japan. They're the ones that recently popularized it. So, um, but uh, then Wado does the dumbest shit ever. Cause like, what does he need? How does he win? What's it? Uh, TTD uh, plus RPP equals one, two, three WIN. Right. And so what's he do? He's like, Oh, I'm just going to go for the RPP without the TTD. So guess what? It doesn't work. Good job, Wado. (laughs) 
Uh, Wano dodges a fireball knees and gets his hold on Brioche. TJP breaks it up with a splash, and it's a complicated finish with, like, Marco taking like a, all of the moves. It's insane, man. It's really complicated, and uh, there's all this shit going on, and then a super cutter basically from Brioche. But it's like a, it's like a step up super cutter type deal. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, and Brioche pins Watto. New champs. Yep. What do you think, Luke? Uh, I like it. Uh, I think like they've they've done the sixty nine thing. They had a they even retained once or twice. And, I, you know, it, it's time. I think this title will do pretty well for Akira as well, uh, since he's he's the new guy. And I don't know, like, I like it. Empire have both tag titles now. Like, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm happier. Obviously, I'm happier for Akira than I am uh, TJP. That's fine. I, look, I just want to point out something hilarious at the start, which is uh, Taguchi getting uh, TJP in a wrist lock and then, TJP does the uh, under the arms things to turn around, whatever, to now I've got the wrist lock on you. So Taguchi's like, I, I, I can do that. Turns around, it turns too far. Ah, oh, still got the wrist lock on me. Ow. That's so he turns around, turns around. Ah, oh, still got the wrist lock on me. So I thought that was fucking hilarious because we all know that like Taguchi's pretty technically sound he knows what he's doing so when he adds these little comedic flourishes I just I just love those little details <laughs> and stuff it just makes him seem even uh sillier and fun it, it just adds a little something extra especially to the start of the match when you can be a little more fun than interesting yep when uh yeah so like that ending is pretty cool though like they make Wato look strong before he eats the three. He takes so many double teams and finishing moves, and he gets the shit beat out of him. So when he does take the pin, you know, he macabre it. He, he, Macabe must have been talking to him in his ear. Hey, don't lose to no bullshit single, single move. And Wato's like, what do you mean? Hey, you're the champ. they got to beat you, so they got to do all their super mega finishes on you for the win. Oh, okay. He goes, no, my yeah. Will you will you talk to them about it with me, Makabe? Makabe's like, fuck off. <laughs> nah. And then you you hear Gator in the background, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> then you hear him just tell uh, Akira, roll up. Uh. <laughs> hey man, I like this for a move. I yeah. think we we were expecting this, you know. Uh, yep. And so I wasn't surprised by it, but it sucks. Wado got pinned. That sucks, but I, you're right. They did put him over and everything, but it's just like, where's this go from here? Where are those guys going to be? I guess if we were like more studious, we could look up at all the dates as far as what New Japan's doing in America with the Strong Show, because I think some of these guys are going to be coming over for that, you know. And it also makes me wonder: Are they going to be at Forbidden Door for some reason? Is there going to be an angle with these guys? I don't know. You know, it makes just makes me wonder what they're doing with the tag titles there. It's fun. One thing. One thing I noticed about these three nights is some of the matchups have, are going to repeat and feel very samey, and that's because <laughs> there's a lot of people in America right now. I guess because Forbidden Doors on next week, so you know we got to. Yeah. Man, I feel like this is New Japan and AEW trying to strike while the iron is hot. The only problem is it's been kind of like a rush build to it, big time. But that's okay. It's still going to be a fun show. Before we get to the third and final show that we'll be covering on today's episode of the Never Ever Podcast. We've got a voice email by our strong, strong man. Yeah, you're the strong man. 
<laughs> Mr. Ian, of course. So, uh, yeah, let's hear it. Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. I'm catching up on two weeks of shows, but I was sure you wouldn't want to miss a moment of strong action. Apart from the moments of strong action I'm going to miss, we'll get to those in a minute. Our first show aired four hours before Dominion, or to put it another way, I'm the only human being on planet Earth who watched it. We started off with Yuya Umura facing Killer Cross, and an interesting thing has happened. Turns out that when you let Killer Cross look and act like a fighter instead of a knockoff G.I. Joe baddie, he's actually a lot of fun to watch in the ring. We get a nice technical start where Uemura is introduced to the limits of the New Japan Dojo technique. He's fast and skilled, but there's not a trace of dirt on him, while Cross is a seasoned bastard fighter. That said, Cross underestimates Uemura at crucial moments that nearly cost him the whole match. Ultimately speaking, this is a pretty good match, held back slightly by Cross still having a patina of performance center rust on him. He's got the clumsiness you get when you're not allowed to use your whole move set. However, he's effectively dominant and ends up winning by ref stoppage after laying a series of vicious strikes that incapacitate Uemura. I'd be happy to see Cross go up against bigger prey in this company. Following this, Carl Fredericks faces off against Cutie Marshall in a continuing part of the Factory vs. Dojo series that seems like it's in no danger of ending. This is a very watchable singles match. Cutie is a great mid-card bully. The problem, strangely, comes from Fredericks. Three years ago, Fredericks was the absolute standout young lion in the LA Dojo. When they did their Japan tour, he's the one who kept getting mentioned. Since then, he's sort of stood still, while Coughlin and even Connors have surpassed him. He's a slightly edgy face with an okay moveset, and that's all he is right now. On the other hand, that's all he needs to be in a match against QT, who's able to make Fredericks look like a hero. Fredericks innovates with what starts as an inverted atomic drop and turns into a powerbomb halfway through, and eventually finds his way to a hard-fought victory. A quick note to Matthew Raywalt on commentary, the phrase is mano a mano, it means hand-to-hand. What you said was mano y mano, which means hand and hand, which means nothing. Post-match, we get the usual handshake to cheap shot spot, but then we get the pleasant surprise of Christopher Daniels turning up to make the save, which injects new blood into a feud that was starting to get a bit stale. I think I've worked out what to do with Fredericks. The factory feud has cooled off, and Fredericks has done about all he can as a straightforward face, so let's let one of those be the answer to the other. Have Fredericks join the factory. Turn on Daniels, beat up Connors and Uemura, shake Cutie's hand and become his golden boy. He's already got that arrogant jerk energy, and he could be great as a sadistic heel. Plus, it would set up Solo for a jealousy angle. Finally on this show, we have a multi-man between Bullet Club, that's the Good Brothers, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Hikaleo, versus Ishii, Rocky Romero, Mascara Dorada, Renderita, and Chuck Taylor. Hey, it's Chucky T! The lineup for this show, which, as I said, aired five hours before Dominion, gave an indication of quite how far back this was taped. That and Juice Robinson being upright and able to wrestle. However, this is a really good house show 10-man match. Lots of silliness, lots of people getting their stuff in, a crowd in Philly who are absolutely molten for Chuck Taylor, and Tomohiro Ishii being tough and hard. 
I don't have much to say about this match because it was enjoyable and ephemeral nonsense, but sometimes that's exactly what a wrestling show needs to be. This show was good, enjoyable, and absolutely inessential viewing. Following this a week later, we had the next round of matches from the 2300 Arena, and we're starting off with a bit of a treat. J.R. Kratos, Roy Sazix, and Jarrell Nelson faced Kevin Knight, the DKC, and Alex Coughlin. Now, in continuity, the last we saw of Coughlin was him being stretched out of an arena after a beating from Kratos. He was broken, but Bushiroad rebuilt him. They have the technology. Get ready for the 6 billion yen man. That's right, Alex Coughlin is now the android Alex Coughlin, with a really silly costume. But despite having hated this when I first saw the pictures, I've decided I really like it. He gets in the ring in full android gear, really playing the gimmick, complete with face mask and carapace, and dojo trainees have to take the armour off him. It gives him a feel of being a gladiator preparing for battle. He leaps into the fray and him and Kratos are back at it again. The other participants are all but incidental in this match, but I do want to point out that Kevin Knight has all of the makings of a great junior heavyweight. Put him up against people like Dante Martin and watch them fly. However, Coughlin and his ludicrous strength is the star of the show. At one point, he picks up DKC and throws him at Royce Isaacs to hit a Hurricane Rana. Later on, he military presses Kevin Knight and uses him to hit a splash. This is Miu Watanabe levels of ridiculously strong. It's a fun opener that advances a feud, and I'm ready for this one to pay off. Following this, Arya Davari faces Delirious. Yes, that Delirious. And yes, they're still in Philadelphia. This is a fun match between a jaded up-and-comer and a talented but getting-on-a-bit veteran. They do go accidentally racist for just a second by having Delirious yell in gibberish and Davari answer in Farsi, but they recover fairly well. If they'd wrap this match up in seven minutes, I'd be full of praise for it. Sadly, it dragged to ten, emphasis on the dragged, but Davari looked good and won against a veteran, and that's pretty cool. For our next match, we get a big lad brawl of Brody King and Jake Something. I'd seen Jake Something before on the Indies, and always quite liked him. However, he is undeniably a bit smaller than King, and that leads him to the odd position of playing the underdog in this match, which is a minor criticism of a fun, rugged brawl. Both guys do power spots, both guys show off unexpected agility, we get the always enjoyable spot where they just run into each other, and this nicely fills eight minutes of my time. Ultimately, this wasn't going to end any other way than King winning, but something was enjoyable and I'd like to see him come back. Our main event was Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Chris Dickinson. I'm not going to review this one. I'm probably going to be skipping any and all Chris Dickinson matches in the future, and I'm sure I'll have more than enough Tanner matches to watch elsewhere. This was three quarters of a really good show, and then a domestic abuser in the main event. Kind of put a dampener on things. Sorry about the downbeat ending there, guys. Thanks, and until next time, keep it strong. All right, Luke. Well, that was our Ian Strong review of the week. And, you know, the way you introduced that was kind of seductive, you know, the way you said it. Voicey email. So uh, anyway, uh, his review was not seductive. However, it was very insightful. And uh, I found it interesting, his comments about Carl Fredericks, because if you've heard me talk about him on the show, 
like I've claimed twice, I got him figured out. And then like the next week, I'm like, no, I don't get it. So I, I want to understand him. I want him to be something, but like, he just isn't. And so like, from my point of view, and it sounds like Ian's too, that they just need to do something with that guy. Cause why is he that? I, you know, like he needs to be something, put it, I mean, make him an Android, you know what I mean? Do something with him, you know? Yeah, it's uh, you've got these three LA young lions, uh, Clark Connors, Alex, <clears throat> uh, fuck, uh, Alex C, and Carl Fredericks, and that's pretty much the order in which I'd like to see them wrestle at the moment. You know, if now, Fredericks Clark was Connors, always the the like Alex he C. was always the you know the golden boy, and like he's fallen behind, and so oh. That could be a story right there, but they got to tell the story. So maybe he should have also have been in the G1 or something. I don't know, but yeah, he should yeah. have been in the G1 like twice already. <laughs> I, seriously, he should have been in it twice already. Why isn't he? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm so happy that hot um, nightmare factory feud is still going as well. By the way. Oh my god! Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> forever silly feud you know yeah but uh you know that's a, that's all well and good but yeah they need to do something with with clark connors or, or it's clark connors sorry you know who i mean um carl fredericks yeah. but also carl fredericks needs to do something with himself it's not all up to everybody else to do stuff for him i don't know i'm just saying words now you were saying words just now i was word salad and scrambled eggs. Wow, that doesn't sound very good. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I like eggs, but not with my salad, you know. Maybe cold, you know, like, okay, so hard-boiled egg cut up, and then, like, yeah, that in the work, fridge. Yeah. Okay, now we're talking. All right, yes, then that's okay. Um, Luke, did you know that this next night is a fucking sellout at Kurgan Hall? 1380. It's the most they could pack ooh, in there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, and, you know, we're all obviously in the rafters uh, looking down because it's also in Corrigan Hall. And let's start with you again, Mr. Andy. Doki, the returning Doki versus Yudo Nakashima. Yeah, triumphant return and definitely the last triumphant return that we will get on these shows. You know, this oh, last course. one. It's fucking Doki. He's back and he has to face a uh, broken arm young lion. And he's like, Oh, you know what works for broken arms? The Doki Choki does. And so he beats him with a Doki Choki. It's awesome. After the match, Doki does the, like, he does the thing that like baby faces do after they beat a young lion or shitty ass Okada does where he's like, Hey, let's hear it for the kid. You know, like he did that thing, which is pretty funny because I've never seen Doki do something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, fuck this kid. That's here for him. And, uh, and Desperado's on commentary, and he kind of walks past Desperado and is like, eh, are we cool? Are we cool? Desperado's like, no, we are not cool. So they still got beef, Luke. Yep. They, I mean, I want to see them wrestle again. And this time, right the ship. Yes. Yeah. you should have won, won that match. God damn it. That was the whole hey, story that we wanted. He won it in my heart. Yeah. Damn right he did. So <clears throat> short six-minute match, and... That's fine. And let's let's do another really short young line match. It's Taichi versus Ryoha Iwa. And uh, yeah. Hmm. 
Taichi just beats the shit out of Iwa for the entire match. Iwa does manage to get a grab on Taichi, but Taichi just wails on him. He has one hand, he's gripping one wrist and just chopping him in the chest, just kicking him in the chest and the back, just beating the shit out of this poor young lion. Sumo throw, then a nasty Inzaguri to the fucking head. <laughs> and Taichi wins. Like... As soon as that insecurity happened, my my message just dings off, and it's you going, "Holy shit!" I think you just stiffed him on that one. That's, that's fucked up. <laughs> it, was, it was either really stiff, or it was uh like just the greatest time kick of all time, and just created yeah. this camera angle because he thought he was dead. That was awesome. Taichi just won a match with a kick. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd goes off for the uh, sumo throw as well. They they like that oh. part of his repertoire, and so do I. Hey man, he's a mega baby face, you know. And I was really upset that Oyo was he at the first. He's like, oh, I'm gonna maybe go after the the ribs, I'm like motherfucker. That's why you get kicked in the face. You don't do that. But uh, <laughs> Luke, next we have Team Off White Fisherman uh, and Enyano versus House of Torture. And, Again. Um, I was really excited because we got to see more of show versus, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. but this match, I'm like all bummed about that. But then Yano's like, I know, I know, Mr. Andy, I want to make you happy. So Yano <laughs> drags Dick Togo to the back. And I mean, this is within like one minute of the match starting. He drags mm-hmm. Dick Togo to the back and then pushes the dog cage out. And Dick Togo is just fucking dead in the dog cage. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so we're going to get, Yano versus Dick Togo on one of these New Japan road shows coming up, I'm sure, in some kind of wacky dog cage goofy match. That'll be fun. So excited for that. Uh, I enjoyed yep. that part. And then uh, show pins Yo after using a spanner and chumping the ref out big time. And oh my god, the la- so, crowd laughs at this match. <laughs> there's the no one else that could have gotten pinned. Like, I mean, I don't want Show to win, but you just you can't do that. Who jobs out both nights in a row? Yeah, you can't have the two guys that are feuding and having this crazy feud, then just like one of them pins the other one. I mean, okay, you can, but I just I don't know. This book is fucking weird. Like this match, the ending of this match is dumb. Like the ref is being distracted, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. And shows in a submission, and you know the ref's distracted. Show starts tapping out. Then. Somebody else gets, and then Yano gets in to go, hey, ref, you're supposed to turn around. But he realizes that, like, <laughs> Show's yet. tapping. Yeah. And, like, the ref knows because he can probably hear Show tapping. He's not supposed <laughs> to turn around yet. And so the ref looks like a gigantic moron, dumb idiot, and the crowd starts laughing, and so do I. And then, you know, Yo loses, which makes me happy. So, Yay. I just, it's just too bad. But so <clears throat> after the match, um, <laughs> House Torture, they put Yano in the dog oh cage, which is funny. And then, <laughs> and then like Off-White Fishermen are like, yeah, we deserve a match. And it's like, why would they deserve a match now? Yano, he like, after he gets out of the cat, the cage, he just sadly pushes loses. The... Yeah, it's true. Yano sadly just pushes the slowly pushes the dog cage to the back all sad and defeat no that was funny yeah that's how they set up this like title match like we beat you at every turn and here's a pity title shot yeah what the fuck yeah that gets my what are you doing uh stamp 
on it. Like, what the fuck is that? Anyway, I'm going to spend like two seconds on this next match because it, it is exactly the same as like two nights ago. It is ass, except for the titles are on different people. It is Ask Masters, Taguchi, Anwato, Anjado versus TJP, Akira, and Aaron Hanare. This is the same match, just Ask Masters aren't champs, including the same finish, full Nelson on Jado for the win. Uh, if you wanted to add anything to that, awesome, go for it. But mm. I, ha- I had an idea for Hanare. It's like he starts naming these one of his many ways. He names them numbers, right? And so he has like five or six of them. And like presumably he has hundreds, you know, and is uh, that he had can bring out at any time. And so that's you know, it's just another of one of his many ways. And this <laughs> one's just number two, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe he could do that some. So that's a that's a thing. Yeah. But uh, next we have Lij versus Okada, Tenzon, Makabe, and Fujita. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder who's gonna lose this match. But the honorable uh, ref Chelpy is presiding. <laughs> And and this match is so much fun because this is the it's Naito's birthday, I guess I'm not sure, but this fan has a sign. This sign is just gold. All right, it's it says Happy Birthday in Spanish first of all, which is fucking tremendous. All right, and it has pictures of Naito as a baby and then Naito now, <laughs> and like a little they made a little and like construction construction paper birthday cake. It's on there. This fucking sign is a 10 out of 10. Amazing. Um, I love that sign, and I couldn't stop writing notes about it. So uh, that was awesome. Uh, Naito fucks with everyone he sees because he goes, whoa, would you get me? He's like, what? come on, where's my gift? And Milano forgot. He's all like Milano's embarrassed. He forgot. And then he goes up to Desperado, who's on commentary, and asks him. And Desperado's like, I'll hit you with my elbow. I have my elbow for your birthday. That's the <laughs> oh, man. that was fun so this match is very interesting because Fujita is all fucking pissed off and he just does one of those flying L. Lindemann like style drop kicks into the yeah. corner and just attacks Shingo and that's the start of the match right so he gets a slam on Shingo with a lot of help but LIJ they make him pay you know <laughs> Naito does the leg scissors hold and while he's in it like all the LIJ guys are just beat him up and Shigo does like the big man step over on Fujita while he's in the hold, like during the count. <laughs> really funny. Um, and there's all this tremendous stuff from Bushi and, and Fujita for a bit. And this match is all about Fujita. He wishes yeah. it was his birthday, but it's not. That would be funny if it was. So he, in the whole time he's like yelling, it's my birthday, not yours, you know, but there's a really, really painful looking grab. Um, mm-hmm. And Fujita taps the, uh, Bushi and Lij all like get a chance to stretch Fujita after the match, and they're all smiling and having fun. Like we don't ever see. It's rare that we see Lij having this much fun. They're like, I mean, they're like high fiving each other. They're having a good old time. And uh, Luke, you noticed something about this match that made it kind of unique, right? Uh yeah. Uh, should uh, Kosa Fujita doesn't make a single fucking tag. <laughs> And Lij spend the next fucking <laughs> seven minutes torturing him, all of them, and trolling him. Even Shingo, who's probably the most serious out of them, just does the step over thing. He's just like, <laughs> "Fuck this young lion." He's so mad. It's crazy. Oh, you I want mean, the young lion to go first? Okay, guys. 
Well, I mean, he shouldn't have done the flying L. Lindemann kick to Shingo. That was a big mistake. So. Oh, my God. So, you know, anyone who was excited to see Okada, Makabe, or Tenzan wrestle, uh, you know. It's Fujita's fault. <laughs> yeah, blame Fujita. I, I guess maybe it was a gift to Naito. It was Okada's <laughs> gift to Naito. I won't tag in. You know? so. Yeah. He took that beating like a champ, though. And Makabe's like, wait, I get a payday and I don't have to tag in? Fucking sweet. Makabe <laughs> was all, 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 for, all for that. You, you he know started, he was. He was walking away as he just shook his hands with that deal. And you know what he was thinking? Ah, ha, ha. That's what he was thinking. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because uh, if it was a, like a six-man tag instead and Makabe was losing, he would have made sure to take... Uh, a, uh, a Mood Assault, a uh, Destino, <laughs> a Major Japan, and a Last of the Dragon. Oh, and he, he is not doing the Paradise Lock either. He's no. not doing that. <laughs> no. No, you put Tenzan in that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Tenzan's like, I can't do that. Like, my body won't do this. How do you paradise someone with a club foot? Uh, so... <laughs> oh, poor guy. That's his trick foot. Uh, That's what water oh calls it. That's right. So, <laughs> so well, this is where we get those like G1 announcements right here, right? Yeah. And I left the room. Uh, every every G1 date, every matchup, it's right here. If you're interested in that, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I was in the room as it all played, but I was just like not paying attention because yeah, I've, I've already said it. So let's get into it. It's the Wild Rhino, Clark Connors versus Tomohiro Ishii. And I loved this match, and I think it's kind of never as fun. Uh, I was in complete heaven, and yeah, I, I could easily see Connors as a junior having some kind of never run. This match is really stiff. They were both weigh on each other with like hard chops and strikes, headbutts, amazing reversals galore. Ishii makes Clark Connors look amazing. And Clark Connors makes makes the match like really great and watchable too. He he's, this guy can hang with people having comedy matches. He can make Honma look good, and he can have complete bangers with Tomohiro Ishii. So yeah, I'm I loved this match. It was as I just said, wrestling heaven for me. A little short, 13 minutes. I, I could have easily watched them go at it for another 10, but at the the, the kind of speed at which these two men wrestle, <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think either one of them would have had another 10 minutes of it because it's it's fast paced, brutal, and awesome. Brainbuster though, of course, and Tomohiro Ishii advances. I loved it. Yeah, Luke. When was the last time we saw like a, a just straight up never as fuck match? You know, it's been a while, right? And it's been a while. So- that that too and um you know we got it i was i was hoping like they opened up with some like shoulder tackles and shit and i'm like oh they're gonna do the never match and then they do that's what they do and it's great and they even do the big long ishii like mirror spots like there's a big long one at the beginning and ishii pounces uh connor's and then they do another big long sequence that's basically a mirror of the last which ends in connor's getting his pounce and it's like oh that's tremendous and they do all the you know fucking never shit that we love i love it so yeah. much they whip the crowd in the frenzy there's all this headbutt stuff that's real kind of like hey don't do that but okay it's awesome um but uh because <laughs> there there's a couple 
couple head butts oh, yeah. that look pretty pretty rough pretty gnarly man yep you know but i mean hey maybe it's a magic trick but oh but it was pretty great and the fact that it was it reminded me of like the shingo cop match but like you know it wasn't as good as that but the fact the pace of it it's like fuck 100 miles an hour they like never I think there was like one double down where they were both down and they're both like getting up at, like right away, you know? So yeah. it was really fast. And I like that a lot. This match is tremendous. And it just makes me think, well, Connors, I'd hate to see him go back to be a junior after that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just want him to be a heavyweight. So can he, can he stay in Japan too? Like, Oh can you, yeah. Can, can you say like, please? Oh, he's, if he's going mention. back to strong, I'm not going to see any of that. Yeah, I don't want him back on strong. And so uh, I forgot to mention also that this was the Stone Pitbull versus the Wild Rhino, which is, mm. I mean, and they both like, you know, they took that to heart in the match. It was pretty cool. I'm pretty sure there's a spot in this match where maybe they headbutt and Clark Connors recoils because like Ishii's got the harder <laughs> head or something like that. Right. That was not, that was a really nice little spot too, and. After I see that match, I'm like, good luck fucking following that. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's a Romu versus Ish- uh, versus uh, Ishimori. Uh, yeah, I think they'll be able to follow that just fine, and then some. So, dude, <sighs> that's yes, I am. A- dude, we just saw like what I think is one of my favorite matches of of the year: Okada versus uh, Jay White, and yeah. <laughs> I think we see like maybe another one that's up there as being like one of my favorite matches of the year. It's yeah, Hiromu and Ishimori, Mr. Andy, take us away. This match is an absolute pleasure to watch for 36 minutes and 20 seconds. It's one of those matches where after the match they'll say, "Oh, that was 36 minutes," blah blah blah, and you're like, "Really?" Yeah, it's could have sworn so this was 10 minutes. And so much happens yet, like it's the same story, you know what I mean? It's it's like it's Hiromu's, you know, arm getting fucked by Ishimori. It's fuck your arm, but it's also kind of fuck your neck a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, it, but Ishimori, like, man, this is there's some good stuff here. Okay, so the opening exchange is awesome. Obviously, they run the ropes and do the reversal stuff, and that's a little bit of fuck your arm. And then Ishimori like kills Hiromu's arm in all kinds of creative ways that he even uses a chair at one point. But then something you get this like amazing comebacks from Hiromu and all that stuff. And he mm-hmm. gets a huge reaction after one of the comebacks at the top, you know, kind of like the top of the of the uh, crowd going up. He hit a drop kick, the apron drop kick to the floor. The crowd's going nuts. And then this happens. There's this incredible exchange where, OK, so Hiromu, he try he just picks up Ishimori. He's like, I'm going to throw you out of the ring. He tries to throw him out of the ring. Ishimori ends up on the apron. So Hiromu goes for the apron bomb, right? Backflip out, dodge under, pick up. Then he throws Hiromu into the ring post. Ishimori does. Fucking nuts. That shit was awesome. And he's like, instead of just sitting there and selling, he does a triangle moonsault to the floor. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. And that's when this match started to really take off for me was there. Uh, so they get yeah. back in the ring, they run the ropes, like only these guys can, I mean, it's incredible. And I don't even know what to say like about some of the stuff. It, it's as good as it gets, you know, they do a boo spot, but Hiromu keeps, 
he keeps hitting her Ishimori before Ishimori can can even get a punch in. So Hiromu continues to do that and literally beats Ishimori down to the mat. Fucking, that was awesome. I love that. Um, yep. I mean, Hiromu sells his arm the whole match. He's holding it different and kind of, you know, making it look like it's broken or something. There's an incredible, like, rolling around lucha pin sequence that ends in the DVD in the corner for Hiromu after he hits Ishimori and, like, kind of, like, carries him around the ring. <laughs> or he lifts him and, like, carries him around the ring. Um, let's see here. Um, Ishimori goes back to fuck your arm, and he sends Hiromu into the ring post, hitting that awesome shoulder breaker thing. Uh, yeah. There's a spinning boner lock. Hiromu gets out. Another spinning boner lock. And he's in it for a real long time, but finally gets the rope break. And the yes. crowd's like, oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Thought it was over. Uh, there's a very cool pile driver on the apron. Very safe as well. Ishimori's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to be okay, buddy. And uh, of course, all these huge moves from Ishimori and uh, huge kickouts from Hiromu on and on. Uh, there's a scary rolling reversal. And Hiromu gets the D, and he was able to get uh, some like neck work in, like we talked about on Ishimori. And so, but Ishimori, like, okay, so he picks up Ishimori for time bomb two, all right? And Ishimori, um, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I got this out of order. Okay, so what happened was is that he gets the D, he was able to get the neck work in, like I talked about. So Hiromu's starting to feel it. He hits the DVD into the exposed turnbuckle that Ishimori pulled off earlier in the match. There's a time bomb. 2.9999 kick out. The crowd's oh, yeah. going nuts. Hiromu lifts Ishimori for time bomb two, and Ishimori counters it with a boner lock. And it's amazing looking. It looks like Hiromu's arm is like tucked under him, and it looks like his fucking arm breaks when they land. Yep. It's amazing. I want to watch that again. How does so Ishimori cool. do that? I and, don't like, know. It's hard to describe, and, yeah. too. Because it, it, it really looks like his arm was like in the wrong spot and they landed on it. And it's nuts. Anyway, uh, there's all these boner locks and Ishimori goes for a bloody cross um, since, you know, Hiromu won't tap out. And Hiromu turns it into a stunner, but he does that. Or wait, no, that's not yet. All right. And there's a double down. The match is getting real long. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. We got a nasty running moves and strikes. I mean, nasty because they look like they hurt. It's awesome. Hiromu hits the stunner again, but he holds on. And hits like a second stunner. Time bomb yeah. two. And we're like, oh, well, it's over. But Ishimori, he fights into the corner. And it looks like Harumu is going to try a second rope time bomb two. Like, fuck, that's nuts. And, you know, but what ends up happening is this Ishimori turns it into a second rope reverse bloody Sunday. <laughs> and he gets a two count. So he's like, fuck it. I got him down. Bloody Cross, Ishimori wins! Unbelievably great match. Very surprising finish. And we'll get into yep. what happens after. Tell me all about it, Luke. Dude, it's only just looking at the results here, usually just to see what the match length was. I knew it was over 30 minutes. But it says here it was Ishimori's first defense. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I guess, like, we felt like we've seen a lot of Ishimori matches lately, mostly, of course, Super Juniors. But, yeah, this is his first title defense since uh, getting it off El Desperado. So I guess when, once I see that, I guess, oh, yeah, Ishimori winning makes a little bit more sense now. Well, but, we talked about him as a transitional champion. You yeah, know what I definitely. mean? And we were wrong about that. That's what it seemed like, right? Be because they've done it before. 
but uh, it makes sense for Ishimori to win with what happens after the match. This match was so cool. I really like Hiromu's um, when he does those stunners. He 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 keeps neck control. He still got neck control. <laughs> camera soon. <laughs> the camera just control. shows his hand on the neck, you know, <laughs> and hits it again. It looked awesome. The spinning burner looks great. That pile driver, whilst looking really good, yeah, it did look kind of safe too. It's a <laughs> perfectly executed pile driver. I loved it. There's a few times in this match where I'm like, all right, it's over. Uh, Ishimori's gonna make him tap. Oh no, Hiromi's gonna make him tap. DVD in the corner. Yeah, it, all right, it's over. It's happening. It's it's coming. But no, uh, Ishimori just kind of had an answer to to everything tonight and. Man, that finish. Like, you could make him tap, but bloody cross. One, two, three. I, I expected that last second shoulder up from Hiromi, because it's Hiromi, right? No, one, two, three. And this was another one of those matches, like the Jay White match, where if the uh, if the other guy had won, I, I still would have been like, yep, that was fantastic. Awesome. So, wow. I you fucking love this like, match. Uh, like, okay, so if you've ever heard a Mozart song... And maybe you've never heard it before, but it sounds like you have because all the notes are exactly where they should be. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds right. That's kind of how this match was. It's like yeah. it's like it, it ended when it ended. I was I wasn't expecting it to end as far as like I didn't expect Ishimori to win. However, the rhythm was right there. That was the end of the yeah. match. You know what I mean? It just felt amazing and that they really I you know, this is a piece of art, man. This is some good shit. It's great. Yeah, a piece of art is exactly how I'd I'd, I'd say that. Like, man, and know, that's our they, show, right? Nothing else. They made they, they made sure this wasn't the uh, on the free show. Yeah, yeah. Right. this is worth paying for, everyone. I hope everyone. St- I don't know if anyone would have stuck around. Like, no offense, but usually their free shows are a tiny, teeny little bit more stacked and filled with a couple of story things just to kind of hook people a bit more. But uh, it's a little hard to do when a lot of wrestlers are in America and stuff, I guess. But, uh, yeah, man, that match was a work of art. You get a promo with Ishimori at the end, and he's just like, it? well, I've beaten, I've beaten him. Then he looks at El Desperado, and I've fucking beaten him too. Aren't they your top juniors? I've beaten them both. They're, they're, they're stank butter compared to me. I'm paraphrasing <laughs> what Ishimori is saying. But that's pretty much it's pretty much saying, like, oh, they're your top guys? Yeah, they're shit. And El Desperado stands up from the commentary thing, and you think there's going to be like an altercation between the two men, but then it happens, Mr. Andy. The music hits. I jump out of my seat, as I'm sure you probably did too. And sure enough, we just spoke about him and what he might do on Never Realm, the previous Never Realm episode that we did. And here he is, the man we just talked about. It is fucking Kushida. Holy shit balls. Oh my god. Oh, this is why this is this is why uh, Ishimori retained because <laughs> would have been two mega faces against each other I guess. But oh my god, talk about it! How how big a deal is this? Well, it's huge and it's interesting to talk about too because we never thought Kushida would come back as a junior and yet here he is. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's clear that that's what New Japan sees him as. And that's what he's going to be, you know, so I'm happy he's back because, you know, again, just like we just were talking about, if you don't, I mean, he is the junior, 
you know he's not just some guy he's the junior and was like the guy in new japan for years you might call him kind of the ace of the juniors and i just coming back he steps right into that role and the crowd lost their shit because how many amazing matches has kushida had in front of that kurgan hall uh you know crowd i mean a billion and i just if you guys are not familiar you know, uh, we used to do like match recommendations on older episodes and we weren't we ran all the way through the, you know, Kushida versus uh, uh, Hiromu, that whole kind of, you know, they have a, a series of matches. I really like um, Kushida versus Bushi anytime that happened, because that was a big feud for a while. And, uh, you know, Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. Those are tremendous matches just to get you started on what he's all about. And I'm just so glad because. Now he can be awesome again. He can be who he is. And he's like one of the best wrestlers ever. And so him coming back, immediately inserting himself in the title, kind of lets me know, too, that, you know, he did some negotiating. He did some mock You know, he's like, well, listen, if I'm going to be the junior, better be the fucking champ right away, you know, and here we are. Because I think he'll get a, a title reign and, you know, he's going to it's going to be hard yeah. to dethrone him. Now. So, Mr. Andy, yeah. How how long? How many uh, how many years did uh, Kushida sign up with uh, New Japan? It was like just one year, maybe a couple of years. Like, how long did he sign for again? Forever. He signed an Ibushi contract. Yep. <laughs> he, he signed up forever. And they also kind of like telegraphed what's going to happen here. They they pretty much said it. Is that like he's out? He challenges uh you know Ishimori and Ishimori's like. Okay, but you got to prove yourself. So on this next tour, you prove yourself and you can get a title match after the G1. So that means we get to see Kushida in tag matches all the way, all the way through the G1, which is tremendous. That's that just makes the tag matches. Link tag matches. I, like, it, it it makes them more fun and makes like that all. It adds a little spice to all that. Is what I was trying to spit yeah. out. So let me do something that I don't use that I wouldn't do. I'm just gonna. Just a quick squeeze at the first night. Squeeze? Squeeze. Squeeze. It's a quick look. Squeeze. Quick check. On the first night of the G1. And so far, it's only block matches. Yeah. But but it's it's like an A block match, a B block match, a C block match, and a D block match. That's it. Okay. Here's Here's what I was getting at. They have a bunch of uh, New Japan road shows coming up. That's what's going to be. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, the uh, New Japan-ism. Yes. Well, well, there's like New Japan Road. A bunch of those shows are coming up. And so that's where, you know, like next Tuesdays, there's one on the 26th. And let's see here. Oh, that's A Block. Uh, I'm looking at July. I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway. Do you think... All right. So you you mentioned uh, Kushida doing some politicking, and it just... Maybe just that and our previous conversation made me think, all right, is he like, all right, I'll come back to New Japan. Great. He goes, I know you're going to put me in the junior division, but he's he's, he's what? Let me start in the junior junior division. We'll get some of these junior matches done. And then maybe a year or two down the road, you put me in the fucking G1. Yeah. What do you reckon? No. That would have happened already. I mean, maybe it'll happen. It's, you never say never in wrestling, but I just I yeah. just feel like New Japan would have done it already. But maybe, you know, new leadership or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just glad he's back. 
in whatever capacity yep. it is because he fucking rules. And Hell yeah, uh, what I, just to clarify what I was talking about earlier, I'm a giant idiot, is that the, the <laughs> New Japan Road returns on Sunday, July 3rd, Monday, July 4th. There's a bunch of like a couple of these kind of like house yeah. show things. And that's where we'll see uh, uh, Kushida. That's the man that I was trying to say. It was his name. Yep. Hell yeah, man. So, fucking hell. Excuse me, I just did a bit. But uh, Kishida, fucking Kishida is back. Uh, so, uh, if the fans were disappointed that uh, Hiromu didn't pick up the title, that's uh, is the, they're going home happy now. Knowing Hiromu that, uh, who? <laughs> Hiromu who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hiromu who take a harsh spot? Yeah. So, uh, oh man, I'm so excited for uh, what's to come, what's up next. G1's around the corner. we got some more house shows and stuff, as you said, coming up in the future. Oh, my God. I'm I'm so excited. And I yeah. just can't hide. That's why we do a podcast about it. <laughs> That's the uh, only thing we need left is just cheering. Once cheering returns, we're good to go, man. You know, so yep. uh, I'm excited and it's fun to think about the G1 coming up and we'll have like one or two shows in between that. And I'm excited to uh, see what comes next. Sweet. We, our next three shows are all uh, Corkin Hall shows. And they're all yeah. kind of, yeah, late next week or something like that. So, you know, well, we get a bit of a break. I wonder if we'll be able to squeeze anything in in, in, in between times. We'll see. There's a distinct possibility of maybe that might be happening, maybe. And, of course, we got got uh, some kind of big... American slash Japanese show happening that oh no yeah shit talking about. That's, that's next week I forgot yeah next Monday or Sunday for you Monday for me so yeah it's oh it's a Sunday night pay per view okay I'm not, I'm yep. okay with that yeah yeah all right so look at that we've done three fun shows of New Japan Road we've had some title changes with all this kind of jazz it's been some fun stuff. We're at the end. Uh, is there anything you would like to to say? Uh, Kushida's back. That's good. I'm glad he's back. Fuck yeah. Uh, in Gato, we trust. Team Off-White Fisherman. <laughs>